The last thing we were discussing was a pers- uh, the Mishnah that talked about a person uh, sending his uh, in the hands of someone who is not competent or someone who doesn't believe in the Ayruv, it's not acceptable. But if you're standing and watching him the entire time, uh, watching him get to someone who is going to get it from him, then it's a then it's a kosher eruv tehomin, and we also said how are we going to believe the person uh, took it. We believe that if, even if I sent it with an elephant or a monkey, if uh, if I told him to pick it up, the person will probably picked it up. With that, we are starting at the bottom of Lamed Aleph Amud Bet, the last line where it says Amar of Nachman. Rav Nachman said Bishel Torah. In Hazaka We don't have this, we're not going to rely on this Hazaka that Shaliyah does this Shalihut. However, Bishel Sofrim, Hazaka Shaliyah Hoseshlihuto. When it comes to the Rabbanan, uh, we, we go by this uh, sh, uh, by this uh, Hazaka that Shaliyah does his job. Whether it's from the Torah, Omid Rabbanan, Hazaka Shaliyah Hoseshlihuto. We have Hazaka that Shaliyah did his job. Now here's a very interesting Tosafot where you have Rabenu Shimshon Mi Florira and Reed that wrote halakhas like Rav Sheshat because Bahag wrote that whenever there's a Mahlouk Rav Nachman Rav Sheshat when, when it comes to uh, money we go like Rav Nachman when it comes to regular Isurim we go like Rav Sheshat and Iruvet Tehomin is an Isur. Now Rabenu Tam wrote halakhas like Rav Nachman and Reed says well depends. It depends if we trust uh, the Shaliyah to do his Shalihut and uh, things like that. But the Gemara continues, Amarav Sheshat Aminala. How do I know that we have a Hazaka the Shaliyah does his Shalihut even with the Torah? Tanan, on the 16th of Nisan, when you're supposed to give Korban Omer, Mishikarava Omer, Hutare Hadash Miyad. I'm allowed to eat the new crop right away. And the people who are not in Yerushalayim could eat the new crop from uh, the, the, the middle of the day in Chola Moed, Now, the question is, I'm not allowed to eat the new crop. And it says, the people in Yerushalayim are allowed to eat it from Chola Because we trust the Kohanim who are Shaliyahs they gave the korban Omer early in the morning, and therefore by Hatzot, I'm already allowed to eat the new crop. The Rav Nachman would answer back, Hatam, the reason we trust them by the Omer, we can trust that Betin's on top of it, and Betin's going to make sure it's happening. It's not really a regular Shaliyah. This is a, someone, a Betin on top of it. And some say it went like this, Amar Nachman, Mina, Mina, La, how do I know that Hazaka, that a Shaliyah does not do a Shalihut? Because it says the reason in this Mishnah that we know that Betin is not going to be lazy and they're going to make sure they're going to be on top of it. Betin, I mean, Betin is going to be on top of it. They're not lazy, but a regular Shaliyah is lazy and you can't trust him. Betin until the first half of the day, you can trust that they did their job. They did the shlichut and they gave uh, they gave the korban na'om and you could eat the hadash. However, shaliyah, if it's just a regular shaliyah, you'd have to wait kuleyoma. You'd have to wait the whole day. But by the time uh, the, uh, the the seventeenth comes in, the seventeenth at night, which is sixty, like right after the sixteenth, then you know for sure uh, you you could even even if it was a regular shaliyah, not betin, you could trust it. 
Now, the Gemara brings another proof. Amar of Sheshat, Mena ni minala, how do I know that Hazakada Shalih does the Shalihut, Titania? Haisha, Sheesh, Alea, Leda. Lady has to give a Korban because she just gave birth. O Ziva, or she has to give a Korban because she was a Zava, maybe Amaot. She brings the the money, the worth that she has to buy uh, the, the birds for the korban. They not in the shofar. She puts it in the uh, like a tzedakah box sort of thing. Looks like a shofar that was in the Beit Hamikdash. Ve'tovelet ve'ochelt b'kodashim Then she goes to the, she puts the money in that tzedakah box. She goes to the mikveh. She can eat kodashim at night. Now in general, if uh, she didn't give her korban, she can't eat the kodashim. Rather, she somech that the kohanim gave her korban. Now, my time, we have to say that the Kohen does his shalihut, and he for sure did, you know, took the money out of the Sedaqah box where it says Kinez uh, Leda uh, or Kinez Ziva. He went, he bought the birds, did the Shahita, the Melika, whatever it is, and then he put it on the, the blood on the thing, and uh, she's allowed to go, right, without even watching this. Rav Lahman would answer, Hatam by the Kinim. You have the same Hazakas Betin, Kidrav Shemaya, the Amar of Shemaya, Hazaka and Betin Shakoanim, Omdim Misham, Ashikhukol, Maotche Bashofar. There's Hazaka, there's a Betin of Koanim, they want to make sure that that Sadaka Baka is empty at the end of the day. And that's only the case because there's a Betin of Koanim, but a regular Shalach we don't trust. And now the Gemara brings another proof. How do you, I know that you could trust the Shalach when it comes to Torah, the Tanya. Go get, uh, go get figs from my fig tree. The person who's plucking the figs can eat them uh, in, in, in a temporary style of eating. And if he wants to eat a permanent meal, a set meal, you can you have to give maaser. And the idea is when he, he why is he giving maaser? We're not going to say that the Baal Bait gave maaser on these figs from a different pile, not near them, because at the end of the day he doesn't know how many figs this guy is going to bring down. However, but if he told him, here's a basket, fill it up from my fig tree, the person who's plucking the figs could eat it in a temporary style of eating. And he does a ma'asir, but this uh, the, uh, this ma'asir is more of a safik. It's not a vadai that it's a tevil. Maybe he, maybe the balabite knew he was gonna fill up this basket full of figs, and he gave ma'asir from a different uh, pile. And as she says, the nafkamina is that he's mafrish ma'asir rishon that's supposed to go to the levim, and ma'asir ani that's supposed to go to ani, and he could eat it himself. Because they are safek. Now the Gemara asks, When do we have to say that you have to be ma'asir in a safek When the owner of the fig tree is an ama'aretz, and I'm not sure, maybe he gave from a different pile, maybe he didn't give, then you have to give a ma'asir uh, like misafek. Aval behaver. But if it's, it's a tamit hacham, a religious person, person you can trust, okhel, if the person can eat from the figs in the basket, venot sech la'asir, even Demai, because you know this person uh, gave Maaser from a different pile, the be. Now, Rabbi Shimon Megamliel, Omer Bamed Varmamurim, when do you say you do Maaser Demai, which is a Safek? You can't eat from that basket until you the, the, the plucker does Maaser from the basket itself. Why? 
the haverim, the religious people, they're not going to do a, a maaser on something that is not uh, near the big pile. Meaning, if you have a basket in, uh, you know, around the block, and I, and I have one basket over here, I'm not going to take maaser from this back, uh, basket on the other basket over there. What I hold seems better than what my father, Rabbi Shimon Megamliel, said. Why? It's better to say that the Haverim, they gave, uh, gave Maaser from something that's not near them. And we're not going to take a chance that this Amaretz uh, uh, plucker is going to eat Tevel uh, without giving the Maaser. Now, Rav Sheshat is medayek from all of this. Atkan lopligay, where's the machloket Rabban Shimon begam the Ela and Rabbi Ela, de mor sabah nechshedu, u mor sabah lo nechshedu. The Rabbi felt that haverim, we suspect them of, of giving ma'asir from two things that are not next to each other, in order not to to be, you know, not to not to make the, the, the plucker who's eating from the basket, not to make him fall and do na'avirah. And a bunch of women come the said, no, they don't uh, do that. Uh, they don't do, give that type of maser. Uh, they wait till everything is in one pile and then they give it. Now, aval, kule alma hazaka Meaning, if we weren't worried about, the, does he give from, uh, does he give maser from this pile of, uh, or they separate piles or not? If that wasn't our worry, we trust that the Baalabait does his job. The Baal Abayit over here is considered the Shaliyah, since his job is to give the Maser. And the person plucking could technically trust uh, that the Baal Abayit did his uh, Shaliyahut. The Rav Nahman would answer the Rav Sheshat, No, Hatam, when it comes to Maser, the Rav Hanina Choza'ah, the Amar Rav Hanina Choza'ah, Hazakahu al-Haver she'eno motzi dava she'eno metukan metachat yado. There's a different Hazakah. Hazakah the Haver doesn't want to have anything in his property that didn't uh, that you didn't give Maaser on. Why? Because you're, you're always he's always worried about the Lifne'iver factor that someone might eat from his fruit and he didn't give Maaser. But a regular Shaliyah, maybe, maybe he didn't do his Shalihut and he's, uh, and he's uh, expecting that the, the, that the person who sent him not really, you know, not relying on him. Amar Mor, the more uh, the, we wrote about it, but maybe very morim be'am aretz. We said that you give maaser misafek if uh, the ba'al abayit is am aretz. Avad bechaver if the ba'al abayit is a haver, religious person. Ochel ve'enot sarich le'aser. He you could eat. You don't have to do uh, maaser. That's the verbi. So now the Gemara asks, Hi am aretz the ka'amar de leman. This Balabite Amarit who said, uh, go fill up this basket with figs. Who is he talking to? If he's talking to another friend who's an Amarit, can you, we should tell him to give Ma'asir Misafek Mitzayit. Is Amarit going to, uh, to to listen to us and do the Ma'asir Misafek? This Amarit is going to trust his Amarit's friend, and the other Amarit is going to trust Amarit's friend. Meaning there's no real, uh, uh, we don't trust anybody here. Ella, you have to say, yeah, the Amaret's owner told uh, his friend who's a Havet, Amit Hacham, uh, go pluck uh, the figs and fill up this basket. So then, Emma Sefa, look at the Sefa, near in the Varai says, I make more sense than uh, my father, Rabanshim Mongamli El. Why Mutav Shah Shadu Haverim, the Trom Shalomina Mukaf, the Ali Achilu, the Amaret's Tevalin? 
It's better that uh, the Haverim will, uh, we suspect them of uh, giving Maaser from uh, baskets that are not near each other, than them going to feed Ameha Aratzot Tevil. Now, if the person going to pluck is, we just said it was a Haver, it's my Bayatam, then how do we fit the other word Amaret in the Braita? So, like Mark explains, Amara bina Resha Haver. The beginning of the Braita, we're talking about Amaretz who told his religious friend, go fill up this basket with figs. And therefore, he's a ma'asir demai because we're, he's, he never, he's not, he doesn't know for sure if the, this balabite is amar, it's ma'asir from a different place. Sefa, where he said, uh, where Rabbi said, uh, I make more sense than my father, we're talking about behaver shamada amaretz, behaver acher shom'o. So the owner is a, is a haver. He told his amaretz friend, go get the figs. And another uh, uh, haver was listening to all this. And this haver could eat from this basket, and he doesn't have to give maaser because he can trust that the haver owner gave maaser from somewhere else. And this works like uh, Rabbi, and therefore, and over there, Rabbi said, Rabbi Abar Oto Haver Ochel Venot Seichlaser. This haver, the second haver, could eat without giving maaser. The vadai isurei maaser o haver kama because the first uh, haver, the owner. Uh, he for sure gave Maaser from a di- uh, on it from a different place. The Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel Omer lo yochal achi aser that second haver cannot eat until he gives Maaser. If he haverim nitrom shelom in amukaf, we don't say that a haver owner uh, gave Maaser from a different basket. Ve'amal Rebbe and Rebbe said mutav she'achshedu haverim nitrom shelom in amukaf. It's better that we suspect that the that the haverim gave Maaser on something that is not near them. And they shouldn't give Ameharatzot And the Gemara asks, What's their mahluk? It's better for a haver for him to do a small isur. This way, the Ameharatz is going to eat from it, shouldn't do a bigger isur of eating tevil. The Rabban Shimon Gamliel, Savar Rabban Shimon Gamliel holds. It's better for the haver for let the amaritz do a bigger avera, and and he himself doesn't want to even do a little tiny avera. And this gets into an interesting topic. Starts uh, start by Tosafot. To what extent does a person want or not want someone to do an avera because of them? Does a person not want to do an, even a small avera or big avera? To save someone from an avera, or or push it onto or push the avera onto someone else, just to, you know, a person in adam lo lo sort of thing. It's a very interesting sugya. You could start by tosafot as a ritva and uh, go on. Okay, the next mishnah we're going to be discussing where you could put the eruv. Now remember, wherever you put the eruv tehomin, you're sort of buying that area that is the place where you're spending your shabbat. That is your new home. Then you could walk wherever you want. But the question is going to be is what happens when you can't uh, pick a, a, take that Ayruv. Now watch. Netano be'ilan lemala ma'asat fahim. You put it on a tree above 10 tefahim. In Ayruv or Ayruv. Ayruv is not Ayruv because you can't use the tree on Shabbat. Lemata ma'asat fahim. Ayruv or Ayruv. But under 10 tefahim on the tree, your Ayruv counts. Netano be'bor. If I put it in a uh, hole in the ground. Afilu amok me'ama. Even deep. 100 ama'a. 
And the Gemara will explain what's the difference. Now, the Gemara says, So these four rabbis sat together. And they said, uh, they're trying to explain the Mishnah. The tree that we're talking about in the Mishnah. Where is it? If it's then what's to make a difference where it is? If it's higher than ten fahim, lower than fahim, at the end of the day, you could uh, pick it up. It's rishut yahid. Rishut yahid, olad rakiyah. Rishut yahid is all the way up to the shemaim and even above ten fahim. Ve'ela dekae b'shut rabim. You want to tell me it's b'shut rabim? Then the question is, the mitkaven lishbotecha. Where was he planning to be kone the sa'iruv? Ilam adin kaven lishbot lemala. If you had kavana to be shovet, you know, to make your home above the tent of of the tree, who ve'iruv abim kome had? Listen, him and his iruv are in one place, and you uh, could technically buy the iruv tent of up in the tree. Ela nitkaven lishbot lemata. We're talking about a person who wanted to uh, do uh, do shavuot. He wanted to place his food and make his new home in the on the on the street itself and his iruv above tent fahim which is already reshut ayahid and now you and your iruv are in two different places and you can't pick up your iruv on shabbat and therefore the iruv is no good and she's telling us that we're talking about a wide tree this this way it has four tefahim and it's, it becomes its own reshut yahid so now the Gemara asks, why is it that if your Ayruv is under 10 Tefahim, it should count? So now you have a bigger problem. You're using the tree, and that the tree, you're not allowed to use a tree on Shabbat. And it's a Dirabanad, you can't use a tree, but it's a problem. The Gemara says, Now we're talking about a case where the tree is in Shut Arabim. And your Kavanah was to, to be, uh, be Shavet uh, in the Shut Arabim itself, not on the tree. And our Mishnah goes according to Rabbi. Anything that has to do is it like Muktzev using the tree. We have no problem doing it on Benesh uh, Mashot. And therefore, if I put it in the tree less than 10 Tefahim from the ground, then the tree, using the tree is only a Darabanan. Since I could pick it up, Benesh Mashot, then it's good. So Nahman tells Yishar, that's right, that's the perush of the Mishnah, v'chein amar Shmuel, and that's the way Shmuel explained it. Amru leis, the Amoraim, those rabbis told the Rav Nachman, patritu ba kulehai. Did you guys really explain the Mishnah that way? Now the Gemara pushes back a second, wait, what's the problem? In hunami yahachika patreba. You guys also uh, were mefarish the Mishnah that way, so why can't nobody else do it? No, so the Gemara explains. Elahachi amru, this is what they asked Rav Nachman, kabaitu la begmara. Is that your final explanation, etched in stone, bottom line, uh, forever and ever and ever? That's your perush of the Mishnah. Amalehu, Sarab Nachman answered, "In yes, that's the way we explain the Mishnah." Now the Gemara brings Itmar Nami Amar of Nachman and Meshmuel. Rav Nachman said in the name of Shmuel, "Hacha, we're talking about Beidlan Amid Beshut Rabim Askinan. The tree is in Beshut Rabim Gavoh Asara Virahavar Ba. It is ten tefahim tall, four tefahim wide. Venit Kaven Ishbot Lemata and had Kavana." To, to buy a shevita, buy an area for Shabbat under ten tefahim. The Rebbe here, and it goes according to the Rebbe. The Amar called the Vashehu Mishum Shevut. Anything has to do with the Rabbanan. Lo gazru alav benesh mashot, and then we weren't gozer during benesh mashot, and therefore, 
since during the time of Benesh Mashot, I could technically get that basket of, of bread or whatever it is off the tree. And that is the time where my Iruv is being uh, done. Therefore, it's a kosher Iruv. Now, the Gemara uh, brings down Rava. Amar Rava, lo shanu ele be'ilana omed chutz la'ibura shel ir. We only say that if a iruv is placed above ten tefahim, it's not a iruv only when the the tree is standing outside the city limits. Aval be'ilan omed betoch ibura shel ir. But if this tree is within the city limits, even above ten tefahim, it's still considered iruv. Meaning, even if you're on the floor and the iruv is above ten. It is still considered in within the city limits, and you could be shovet over there. Why? We're looking at the city as if it's filled with dirt, and it's as I was planning to do my shevita above ten tefahim. And as she explains, we're talking about a situation where, uh, from the city you want to, uh, you are, and the city you want to go to is more than two thousand amot. But there is a city in between. So you put, uh, so let's say at the 1500 amma mark, there's a city B. And city C, which you want to get to, is 3000 amot. So what you do is you put the iruv in uh, city uh, B on a tree that is ten tef, uh, above 10 tefahim. And we look at the entire city as if it's filled with uh, dirt. And it's as if I was planning to be on top. And everything is considered one bigger shoot. Then why do we say this? Ridva explains because it's Iruv and by Iruv we go, uh, we try to be lenient. So that leads the Gemara to ask, Yahachi, if we are saying that everything is filled with dirt and it's as if, uh, as if I'm uh, planning on do, uh, doing my Iruv uh, above uh, my Shavita, above Tent Fahim, even if the tree is Chutz La'ibura Shil'ir Nami, it should also count. Kevan the Amar Avan or Tin Aruvo Yeshlo Arba Amot. Since Rava said the person who puts his Aruv somewhere, he gets uh, four Amot, which uh, which is uh, he gets an imaginary uh, wall of four Amot surrounding that area. Havi Ala Rishut Yachid. No matter where he's gonna put it, it's gonna count as Rishut Yachid. Rishut Yachid Ole Adarakia, and it goes up until the Shamaim. The question is, why is it that if you did the Aruv above ten Tefahim, it shouldn't count? Uh, you're in your own new created Rishut uh, It even has imaginary walls. said, "You got a point. Uh, technically, you're right. But here, Haha, our Mishnah is talking about We're talking about a tree whose branches are uh, stretched out more than four amot from the trunk." But still within that 2,000 amot. And my idea was I wanted to be shovet. I wanted to do my shavita by the trunk of the tree, not by where the branches end out. And therefore, if the iruv is under 10 tefahim, it counts because I could go p- uh, pick it up and bring it to where I'm sitting. I'm not taking out from Rishut Yahid Rishut Arabim. But if it's above 10 tefahim, which then that becomes a shuta yahid, then the iruv is not a iruv since I can't the iruv to me. Now, although we're in the middle of a shakla betaya, we will stop right here and we'll review tomorrow. Baruch Hashem le'olam, amen ve'amen.